Welcome back to another episode of Passing Judgment, a podcast about politics and the law and a lot of things in between. I'm your host, Loyal Law School Professor Jessica Levinson. And today we're going to talk about something that is really important and often in the news, the census. Census basically means that we have to count everybody who is in our country, who resides in our country, every 10 years. Why? Because as a result of the census, the federal government gives states two things that are really, really important. Money and people, meaning the number of representatives that each state gets. And to help us unpack the recent news, the not so recent news on the census and talk about what it means for you, producer Joe Armstrong. Welcome back. Thank you, Jessica. Lovely to be back. What does the census mean for you? That's my voiceover voice talking about that. What does the census mean for me? Well, in California, it actually means a lot because depending on whether or not we get an accurate count, uh, we could potentially lose at least one representative. And that doesn't maybe sound like a lot when you think about the fact that we have 53 members of Congress, but it actually is a lot. Representation is power. Money is power. The census is really, really important because it means that the federal government determines how much of, as I said, each of those things that states get. So if you want to try and decrease the power of, let's say, a Democratic state or a Republican state, one thing you try and do is pull the levers when it comes to the census and who responds and whether or not you get an undercount. And we can actually just talk about this more directly, which is to say that I believe President Trump and his administration have actually been on a concerted campaign to reduce responses by members of immigrant communities, both legal and undocumented, and that this would have the effect of making it look like fewer people live in places like California, more diverse states, more democratic states, and therefore would have the effect of... Uh, potentially that we lose, particularly in Southern California, a representative, we might lose some money. And that has really strong ripple effects. Yeah, I think when the census comes up, a lot of people kind of roll their eyes and sigh and think, oh, God, another form to fill out or another, you know, once upon a time, it was a person who came to your door, you know, with a clipboard and probably a bad tie, maybe a mustard stain on that tie. And they're asking, hey, (laughs) how many people live here? You know, and Uh, There are implications in terms of people who are undocumented people living in our country because they're here, they're human. Uh, But let's all remember that the census is something that's enshrined in the Constitution itself. Every year, every 10 years, since 1790, America has conducted a census, and it provides all manner of data, very important data, not just used by the government and not just used for representation in our government, but for many other things as well. So, you know, complain though you may, You have, you know, depending on what state you're in, you stand to win or lose a representative, perhaps, as your population goes up or goes down or shifts or changes. And what happened? Tell tell us exactly. Last year, uh, the Trump administration and Wilbur Ross, uh, the uh, Commerce Secretary, tried to get a citizenship question put on the census and it ruffled a lot of feathers. And tell us what happened there. That's a little bit of context. Ruffle a lot of feathers is really a euphemism for this battle that ultimately ended at the Supreme Court. But you're exactly right. So uh, it started actually a number of years ago when Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross said we should really add a citizenship question to the census. And I need to do that, he said, because it'll help me enforce the Voting Rights Act. Now, let me just stop there and say 
that just doesn't even pass the laugh test. If you want to enforce the Voting Rights Act, the, the information you need is not citizenship information on the census. It's very different. And so what happened is that people sued and said, no, that doesn't pass the laugh test. And in fact, it doesn't satisfy a federal law called the Federal Administrative Procedures Act. And you have to give us a better reason if you want to try to add a citizenship question to the census. So the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And in a divided decision, but one that Chief Justice John Roberts wrote and joined the majority, the more center-left majority, uh, he basically said, Trump administration, Secretary Wilbur Ross, I just don't believe you here. The reasons you're giving just don't match your actions. And so if you want to try and come back and do your homework and give us different reasons, reasons that you somehow haven't thought about or provided in all this time, then go ahead. But that basically was the death knell for the Trump administration in terms of their ability to add the citizenship question to the census. But then more recently, President Trump signed an executive order in which he said, I don't think that we should count undocumented people when it comes to drawing congressional district lines. Now, here's the problem for President Trump. The Constitution really is quite clear, and listeners have heard us talk about the fact that sometimes the Constitution gives guidance, sometimes the Constitution just maddeningly leaves us with an open question. The Constitution is clear that we count whole people, and in fact, the Department of Justice, there's an Office of Legal Counsel memo from 1989 when Attorney General William Barr was the Attorney General for George Herbert Walker Bush, And it says clearly, they use the term illegal aliens, that you have to count illegal aliens for the census because the 14th Amendment says you have to count all the people in our country who reside here. So this is a legal non-starter. It might be a political win, though. Yeah. So tell me how he wins, because as I understand it, the goal may not be to actually win the census, but to murky and muddy the waters so that people who are undocumented are less likely to report, correct? Have I got that right? Exactly. So if you as an administration think it could be a political win for me if members of immigrant populations are scared and don't respond to the census, meaning it looks like there are fewer people in immigrant heavy states and areas, then this is how you would go about it. You would threaten to add or even try and add a citizenship question to the census. And then you would say, we're not even going to count people who are in this country and who are undocumented. And it's part of a campaign to really, I think, chill responses by, again, members of immigrant communities. Why, again, what would happen in Democratic California? We might lose a seat. What would happen in Texas, which is not a deep blue state? You still might lose a seat, but it would be in a more Democratic area. What would happen in other states? Other states, smaller states, less diverse states would consequentially probably comparatively gain a seat. So this is the way that administrations pull the levers of power to try and predetermine outcomes. This is the way you, frankly, rig systems. And so if the purpose isn't necessarily the legal win, and in this case, frankly, how could it be because the Constitution is so clear, but if the purpose is a political win, then that 
might have already happened because people will be scared into not responding to the census. Correct. So there will be legal challenges to this if it stands, correct? Absolutely. There, uh, the legal challenges are already coming. And again, we're talking about the executive order that says don't count undocumented people for purposes of drawing congressional district lines. And I don't think that the legal outcome, because we, we know what the legal outcome should be, assuming you have a judge who's going to follow the Constitution. It's the, the legal outcome will be a loss for the Trump administration. The political outcome could be a win. And that's really degrading for a lot of people because you don't want to play around with the census. You really do want an accurate count of who's here. If you think that you should win elections because your ideas are better, your policies are better, that's fantastic. But this is a way to try and reduce power and rig a system that is dispiriting at best, let's say. Has the census been politicized in this manner before? I was trying to think of some examples in my history classes, and I couldn't come up with any. Do you know of any? Not to this extent. Not that I know of. Now, you know, listeners, if you want to weigh in, if you want to tweet me and come up with an example, that's great. But I don't know. And this is just another example of, frankly, a presidential administration that's norm breaking. And um, it used to be understood that certain things were off limits, like trying to uh, play around and politicize and the census and frankly, kind of weaponize the census for political gain. So here we have another example of the Trump administration uh, not following what used to be a, you know, a so-called kind of gentleman's agreement about how we treat certain things, which sounds so simple. We're just counting how many people live in our country because we use this demographic information for all sorts of really important things. But as always, it's not that simple. Now, thank you, though, Producer Joe, for passing judgment on this very complex, seemingly simple issue. Now, because the census counts children, children don't vote. They count in terms of representation. It just seems to me as if this is the Trump administration leveraging inherent xenophobia and poorly cloaked racism in a political play to, I don't know, to muck up the works to get some kind of political win. Well, let me go to your first point, which is, you know, people say, well, undocumented people can't vote. So why should they be counted in terms of uh, drawing congressional district lines? And the answer is exactly what you said. There's a whole host of people who don't vote, but they are still affected by the decisions of their representatives. Uh, Children, for instance, uh, people who might have had criminal records and can't regain their right to vote. Um, immigrants who aren't who are here legally but aren't citizens, immigrants who are here illegally. Now, it's just a truism that your representative will make decisions not just that affect the voters, but that affect everybody in that particular district. And so that's not really an argument that holds water. I mean, representatives even make decisions that affect people who could vote but don't. So if you want to try and Again, if your goal is a political win to try and reduce power in more diverse states with bigger immigrant communities, probably check that off the list. This is going to be a win. If your goal is actually to change the census or how we use the census, probably not going to happen. As with so many other situations, I think the Trump administration is using legal levers to try and achieve a political 
outcome. We know we're not necessarily ending on an uplifting note, but we are ending on hopefully a note that makes you think about what's happening and gives you a little bit more background about these particular uh, decisions or attempted decisions. So producer Joe, thank you for passing judgment with us. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, everybody. Participate in your democracy. Pay attention. So you can listen to producer Joe. He has a podcast called Independence Day at indepthday.com. He's on Instagram at indepthday. Thank you to the listeners for being with us for another episode of Passing Judgment. We really, really appreciate it. No joke. Please listen, subscribe, and rate us. You can find me on Twitter at Levinson Jessica, the show on Twitter at Pass Judgment Pod, and on Instagram at Passing Judgment Pod. We'll see you next time. Yeah.